Yo, Wes, what's going on, man? Uh, chilling, man. What's going on with you? Well, I was sitting around thinking about my obituary, as as one does <laughs> every every third or fourth day. Uh, is this is this is this isn't a weird thing, right? People people do. I mean, even normal people, even people who aren't emo like me, you do every so often. You start thinking about what your obituary is going to read like, right? Is that normal? Well, I, I don't think about my obituary often, but I think about my epitaph and what I, how I want it to be. <laughs> And I I don't I don't have any any hard rules, but just two. It has to rhyme, and it has to use the word Nantucket. (laughs) I don't have any hard rules, except for these two. This is awesome. Um, Nice. Yeah. No. I just I just feel like I just feel like my obituary is going to read something along the lines of like you know he died like he lived drowning in pizza bets um, like owed pizza bets and there's going to be a list of pe- people at my funeral who are like just they all show up and be like dude owed us so many pizzas <laughs> it's, like, it's not going to be a happy event they're going to be looking for like you know whoever uh, wh- whoever my estate goes to my estate which currently doesn't exist of course. Um, uh, but but hopefully hopefully I've got enough time to develop and build up an estate before passing on because uh, dude tornado is going to need something when I go. That's true. That's true. But I'm sure uh, I'm sure she'll be uh, well taken care of. Can I can I leave shit to my cat? Is that allowed? Like is that a thing? Uh, it's not currently, but you know, give our country two years, and I'm sure it'll be a thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, Okay, good. I'm just I'm looking at the chat. Too many people were being like, I can't hear anybody talking, and so of course uh, I freak out, right? And uh, but then of course, then then we get then we get some people uh, saying that everything's fine. So everything's we're gonna assume everything's fine until it's not. Wes, what do you say? Should we start the show? Let's do it. All right. This is PSVR Games Cast Live. We film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on youtube.com slash without parole games for your convenience live. If you're watching it right now, you may well very be watching it live. If you're hearing this long after these words have come out of my mouth, then who knows? You could be watching this with your ears on podcast services of your choice, or you could be listening to it with your eyes on VOD, YouTube. Dot com slash without progress. My name is Brian Paul. And this guy over here is Wes Dillon from Virtual Strangers. Oh, man, I'm loving the background, Wes. It, it, it seems like a nice uh, desert. What, what, what's your background, man? I'm, I haven't been paying attention. Blood and Truth, Brian. Blood and Truth, which uh, subsequently, uh, this is one of the, the handful of titles that um, I plan to bring justice to this weekend. Uh, underrated Blood and Truth has become in the years since people have played it. Uh, but I love this game, and we're going to talk about it soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I will say that 
this top 50 debate that's that's slowly approaching i, I should say much too rapidly approaching because every day i wake up yeah. and go oh, i'm still not ready for this man and like because on my end there's a bunch of things i need to do i need to get this whole obs thing set up in order to find a way for four people to be on screen with their list and figure out how we can share that with everybody out there uh, it's going to be an absolute mess uh it's also going to be an absolute bloodbath because Literally, we haven't even started the debate, and AJ and I almost got into fisticuffs in voice chat like yesterday. <laughs> like, we haven't even started the debate yet. We are we've already started fighting about this thing. Um, and so, uh, dude, it's just so it's just so difficult. There's so many good PSVR games, and somehow making it a top fifty list made it more difficult. I just don't understand. Right now, I've got seventy games on my top fifty list, and uh, it's going to be very difficult to cut it down. H- have you actually made your list yet, Wes? Have you gotten to that point? Uh, I have I have started a rough um, process of separating the garbage from the, the stuff that's in the conversation. I have a, a list of, all right, these are my favorite games. These are definitely good. Uh, and another list of, I don't care for these so much, but probably should be on the list somewhere. And I haven't mashed them all up yet and put them in order, but uh, we're getting there. Nice. Yeah, I'm having a lot of trouble with it, but uh, I will have it all sorted out by the weekend. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait because you and I still haven't really had it out. Like you and I get along way too much. Uh, even when we did the Rate the Oblivion Afterlife episode of Why We Love, available on patreoncom games for just the five dollar tier. Um, don't forget, you can also get your name on that list down there for the three dollar tier and get vaccinated. You can get vaccinated in our Discord uh, for just three dollars <laughs> a month. Uh, yeah, get your name on that list and voice chat access uh, other than that don't forget guys discord is absolutely free to join and uh, you can come hang out there with the coolest cats in the world um it's good stuff it's good stuff uh please don't forget to uh to, to just i mean on saturday when we do this when we do the top 50 debate if you're not familiar we literally just create the top 50 list live in front of you with you sometimes we call on the chat to help settle debates uh and uh and in that way that way when anytime anybody has any complaints about the final product, the final top 50 edited video, I can just point to the debate and go, why weren't you there? You, you had a chance to make yeah. your voice heard, right? Why isn't Jobs him there? Because you weren't fucking there to defend it. It's on you. It's on you. You know, yeah. the ironic thing is is that this will be the first one that you guys have done since bringing a new co-host on board and since I've joined the channel. And you would think that that would make it easier to settle debates, but I'll just point out that You've added two, so it's still an even number, <laughs> and we, we could end up, you know, right down the line split, and once again leaning on the chat to uh, to settle it for us. There's there's no way in hell this is going to go smoothly at all. I just want I just want to be very clear about that that we're going to have uh, deadlock, uh, dead really dumb debates. I'll say that uh, we're, we're we're not going to make any progress whatsoever. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to have a get a great list out of it. Even it's probably going to be a flawed list. We don't care. We're just going to have a lot of fun. Uh, don't forget though, uh, if obviously you know we, we without parole since day one has always been about the community and about the viewers and making you guys as big of a part of the show as possible. So. Uh, so if you get the chance out there, um, please consider going, uh, just taking your phone, pointing it at yourself, pointing it at your cat and telling us something about the top 50 list that you desperately need to see, whether that be, you know, a hidden gem that never makes it on the list, some game that doesn't get enough love. Uh, I think there's been a list that pistol whip doesn't make it on. There's been a list that uh, borderlands two only gets honorable mentions on. There have been, you know, obviously whenever we get to the top, uh, top five debate, it's always a bloodbath. And so please consider like 
sending me a quick little video on your phone of you, your cat, whatever it is, and, and telling us something about the top 50 th that you need your input on, right? And, uh, and and I'll be airing I'll be airing those videos before the show starts, whenever we need a bathroom break or, or food break or that kind of thing. Um, you know, try to give ourselves like a ten minute break every hour and a half, two hours kind of thing. It's going to be a long day. Um, yes. See, for Wes, this is just an, another show, right? Like a seven hour show is nothing. That that's what you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a typical thing over at Virtual Strangers, right? Yeah, it takes us an hour to get through an intro, bro. So. <laughs> um, this will probably be maybe in the top 10 in terms of length this year, but uh, but certainly not going to be number one. Yeah. We used, we used to be known for our long, long videos over here. Uh, I did a seven-hour Halloween's Gate stream. Uh, anytime a huge game comes out like No Man's Sky or Minecraft or Skyrim, I always do 12-hour live streams. It used to be more of a thing over here, but we've kind of settled, we settled down a little bit. We've grown up a little bit, as you that's not true. We haven't grown up at all, but we've settled down. I've gotten old. I've gotten tired. And, uh, and so this doesn't happen very often. So this will, be, this will be really, really fun. But make sure you send your videos to withoutparole at gmail.com. Just show your face and tell us what needs to be on the list. Fight for your number one choice, even if it's not Resident Evil, even if it's not Saints and Sinners. If you think Astrobot should be number one or Beat Saber or No Man's Sky, fucking tell us, man. And tell us why. And uh, I'll add that to the, to the video that's running constantly. Uh, Looper, the underground game cat with the 10 euro says to celebrate the upcoming Transformers release. Here's my personal top five PSVR games based on a non-gaming IP. This is good, man. I feel like this should be a video in itself. Number five, Doctor Who, The Edge of Time. Number four, Iron Man. Number three, Squadrons. Number two, Blair Witch. Number one, Saints and Sinners. That's a good list. Uh, I'm surprised to see Doctor Who on there. Uh, I think I enjoy that more than most. You probably enjoyed it more than I did, uh, to be sure. Uh, I actually had a pretty good um, hopes and expectations for that one, which it did not fulfill, although I understand it has been uh, updated a bit since launch, which was the last time I played it. It has been updated since launch. <laughs> but if you didn't like it at launch, the updates aren't going to change your mind. I'll say that. It was just janky. I played it. I didn't play it on uh, PlayStation. I played it on PC, and it was really janky. Like the movement w was weird. The interactions uh, were not precise, and um, uh, the, you know the few puzzles I did encounter weren't weren't very obvious. They weren't intuitive. They were. I just I didn't think it was very good at the time. I can understand that. I can understand that. It was an escape the room game with very few. Um, really well-crafted puzzles if you ask me but i did like the kind of horror element to it um well yeah. yeah again it was not bad not bad but not but certainly not great uh real quick professor lulitz with the five dollar tip says the sunday multiplayer survey is in the discord uh be the platform mascot into the top yeah i had to reread that to make sure i read it correctly be the platform mascot into the top kill zombies in killing floor join starfleet in bridge crew you decide. Uh, guys, if you don't know how this works, every single Sunday in our Discord, uh, Professor Lilith does the amazing job of getting all the cats together and playing some multiplayer games that have probably just been sitting in your back catalog or on your hard drive uh, for a very long time now, unloved. So please uh, get in there, vote for which game that you want to play, and then all the cats meet up every single Sunday uh, and then play some multiplayer PSVR games that are in desperate need of some love. Uh, I don't know which one of these I would pick. I think yeah, probably I, I, bridge crew. It would, 
Right, and for me, it would be uh, between the other two. I've never played Bridge Crew, not one time, not on any platform. I have it in every library. <laughs> uh, I've never booted it one time. Oh man, now it's it's one it's one of those games that like it's nerve wracking to play because you're like there's so much to remember, and everybody's relying on me for the thing that I'm doing. Uh, and and then, but if you're playing with a good group of people, even when you screw up, it's just so much fun. There's a lot of laughs. Uh, wow, we've got. Got a couple more tips here. Uh, well, don't worry. We'll, we'll get the show going in just a second. I don't, I don't know if you tuned in for a quick, speedy show on a West Day. But lesson <laughs> you learned, did, you huh? Watched, yeah. yeah if, you, if you did, you haven't watched very many uh, Wednesday shows. Agreed. Um, Nihilist, Ryan the game fe- Nihilist Ryan the Game Feline with the $5 tips is my top three games that either fly under everyone's radar or people just straight up hate. This is another great video. <laughs> Uh, Battle Wake, Slumball, and Hypervoid. This is a crazy fucking list, West. This is not... these Battle Wake, fine, right? Servios game, a lot of people kind of point to it and say this is when they started losing their uh, their Steam. Great controls, but not deep gameplay. Um, Slumball is a game... I've probably only played Slumball for like 20 minutes total. And so maybe I need to go back to that and, and, and see what it's all about. It just felt like such a shovelware game. Uh, but Nihilus Orion recommendation is making me think there might be something more there. And Hypervoid was free because it was a PlayStation 3 game that got a free PlayStation 4 upgrade uh, and then got a PlayStation VR patch. Uh, and so a lot of people had Hypervoid just for free. And I think it was a plus game at one point, too. So I think it's just been sitting in people's library. They didn't even know that they had a PSVR game sitting in there. Uh not bad, not bad. I'm, I'm, I've become more of a shoot 'em up fan lately, so maybe I'd have even more love for that now. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> and then uh, Donatello, the science game cat, bring it with the five dollar tip. Says Brian, which new host is going to be is going to pull a host that will not be named because YouTube won't let me. I don't know if my my wife would be cool with me pulling on any of the hosts. I mean. It's kind of weird, bro. What does that mean? I don't understand. Did I, I read it wrong? I think I, I think what it means is, Brian, which new host is going to pull an AJ? Ah. But I don't know why YouTube wouldn't let him. Because uh, pulling an AJ has definitely become a term that we use around here. I have no idea. Um, yeah, I don't... I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't... Here's the cool thing. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've already kind of pointed out how having more hosts might not <laughs> facilitate, um, you know, getting the list done in a timely manner. But uh, we could see just the opposite. Now we're going to have the ability to do like four-way trades. Like I'll give you something, you'll give Miles something, who gives AJ something. And then you go, you, we go in five-game blocks. So, I mean, if we can all agree on one game from each five-game block mm. – we could we could get through this rather quickly, actually. You don't know how many conversations that we've had that have been very similar to that prior to every twenty uh, every top twenty debate, uh, and then it turns out to be an absolute disaster. Uh, I, I admire your optimism. I have no doubt it's going to go down way worse than that. So, uh, let's see. Did, yeah. did we get a clarification from? He's talking about Shug. Okay, Nick Nick Mulo, uh, Nick Mulo clarify. He's talking about Shughead. Okay, that makes perfect sense because Shughead came on for one of the top twenty-five debates and just threw a total wrench in the works. It was like, 
we're just gonna just gonna like make everything difficult. <laughs> yeah, I remember he picked Corex as one of his top games, and uh, that was a little weird. But I mean, as much as I would like to say I'm not going to be that guy, I'm probably going to be that guy because I'm going to be the guy that has here they lie in the top 10 and Polybius in the top 20, just because I love those games so much. Headmaster's definitely going to be on my list. I love Headmaster. So I'll probably be that guy. You guys will be fighting for Beat Saber, and uh, I'm going to be fighting for, uh, you know, obscure games that most of the cats haven't played. To each his own, man. The thing is, I will say this, it's going to be pretty easy. And this is what I've, I've thought of this. It's going to be really easy to steamroll people. And so I, I know full well that some of my kind of like the, the games that I love that I, I'm trying to get on the list, uh, like I don't think anyone else is going to put separation on their top 50 list, but I absolutely am. I have a feeling I'm totally going to get steamrolled. Uh, and so I'm going to have to like save some of those for like the rider dies. Uh, so yeah, it's going to, it's going like to be, yeah, I like that. I like that game a lot, actually. I love. I'm not. I'm not opposed to a walking sim. Obviously, if I say I like Here They Live, which has so many problems, uh, I mean that nothing's more slow than Here They Live, including separation. Um, so yeah, it's my my type of jam. I enjoyed it. I like the uh, the solitude of it and the cool sci-fi mm. that underlies uh, you know everything. It's, it's pretty cool, man. Agreed. Agreed. Just totally like, you know, if you're, if you're ever just having a bad day or reflective or whatever, like that's the perfect game to get into. Old Darth, a PSVR 2 gaming hound dog whew, with a Canadian $2 tip. I Yes, I meowed and I woofed. Uh, Oculus Pro launching October has eye tracking. Thoughts? Um, <laughs> I, I think I, I think that they're the, the applications for eye tracking in that ecosystem are going to be completely different than the applications for eye tracking in the PlayStation ecosystem. And I think that it's going to cost more than twice as much as PSVR two. So really that's the, the, the the beginning and end of it for me. Uh, I'm kind of with you too. Uh, You know, if Oculus pro launches and it costs as much as a PlayStation five and the PSVR two, but all you're getting is the quest pro. Well, I mean, that's, it's, it's, uh, it's, that means to me, it's kind of dead in the water. Uh, and it's not, and it's not meant for the, the typical gamer. So, so no big deal, right? Uh, the typical gamer, the typical VR gamer is still going to have their quest two and patiently wait for the quest three, uh, possibly also buy a PSVR two. Um, I just, yeah, I just don't see these two headsets competing with each other. If you're going to spend a thousand dollars on a headset, well, you might as well get a PlayStation five along with it, uh, and be able to play some kick-ass flat screen games. That's my thought, but everyone's going to be different, and I've been shocked by what the gaming community thinks sometimes, and I will be pleasantly shocked when it turns out to be nothing like I thought it would be. <laughs> so, curious to see. Curious to see how it all goes down over there uh, at Facebook. <sighs> um, all right, dude. we gotta, we got to get on to some news here. Uh, and and let, let's start with some non-news. And that's uh, that yesterday we got, we got the news, quote-unquote, that uh, the snitch, who is very reputable over on Twitter for all of his leaks recently, uh, he, he basically announced a Sony showcase happening on September 8th. Uh, it turned out to be a big hoax. Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean... Yeah. This 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 is this kind of sucks, right? Because we finally had a leaker who seemed really reputable, and then if what they're saying is true, I did talk to 
uh, Franz, I think is the moderator's name. I talked to him over there on the Discord. I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to get my story straight. What happened? Uh, and then he got back to me today and said, hey, sorry for the late reply. Yeah, we were just we were just having fun over here. We made a joke, went, you know, and, and should it wasn't it wasn't meant to be a, it wasn't meant to be an actual leak um and i was like all right man all right now i'll say this i believe that i believe that because this wasn't listed in a uh, a leak thread on the discord this wasn't a an event like uh, other events for ubisoft and disney that were listed there yeah. so i i do believe no matter what that this wasn't intended to be a leak but I think that might have been what the problem was. Like, this was supposed to come later, if at all, right? Maybe. 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 Uh, well, Maybe. The, the problem is, is if, you, if you're going to leak a PSVR 2 event, I'm sorry, if you're going to leak a Sony showcase or a PlayStation showcase, which is obviously going to have PlayStation VR 2 in it, you don't have much more time to leak it, right? If this happens on the 8th, as everyone is saying it will, and I've been hearing that that's very likely then they typically tell us about it a week ahead of time, which would be tomorrow, right? And so yep. it, and so, if the snitch was going to leak it, they it definitely seems like something they would have leaked already. The whole thing seems kind of suspicious. But, but didn't they, though? But didn't they, right? Maybe the joke was that yes. it was real all along. <laughs> I guess we'll know soon enough, right? Yeah. Yeah, it, it it seems pretty likely that that's going to be the case. It just sucks. It just sucks. You you would like to be able to have one source that you can trust consistently, and the snitch was becoming that person very quickly. Every single leak was accurate. Every single leak was right. There was no no horseshit. It was all boom 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 accurate accurate accurate. And now it's like next next time we hear something from the snitch, we go, but is it though, or is this another joke? Right. Just another joke. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that, that's the only reason it bothered me. Some people are like, don't worry, Brian. Don't worry, Brian. Everything's fine. And I'm like, I'm not concerned about myself or my reputation or anything like that. I'm concerned about, like, this is just would have been really nice to have a, a leaker that was reputable. And, and currently, right now, we, we, don't, we don't know if, uh, if we, we should trust the things that are being said over there. So that's all. We should know very, very soon, though, about next week's showcase. <sighs> Moving on. Uh, Something a little bit more tangible, I guess. Uh, the team over at Kluge Interactive, which now features Creeper Betty, our awesome friend in GameCat, uh, is teasing something about Synth Riders. Have you been keeping up with all these teases, Wes? Uh, nope. Actually, this is kind <laughs> of a, a, a surprise to me. I, I do know that uh, Synth Riders recently had their fourth uh, anniversary, their fourth birthday. They had a couple of free tracks copyright free tracks by the way um that that was added into the lineup uh but no when you told me about this this morning it was uh the first that i'd heard of it so uh yeah this is new news to me um yeah for over the last five days they've dropped five hints on twitter uh all with some kind of trippy videos playing behind them uh the hints have been the voice begins can you hear them uh watch the stars align uh it looks like you could use more hints uh and then can you feel the rush now which i think we all know is from uh, a song by kda called pop stars made famous by league of legends uh and the where i learned it of course was in beat saber wes do you even play synth riders i know you're not a beat saber uh, fan i play it more than i play beat saber uh i typically 
I'll, I'll go in when when there's new DLC. Like when there's a DLC pack from uh, uh, a, a group or an artist that I like, which is semi regularly, um, I'll go in. I, I I really enjoy the um, the uh, experiences that they have in there. The the kind of non scored maps that are more artistic. Mm. Uh, so typically that's the highlight for me when they have a new one of those, I'll go in and check it out. Yeah. I finally checked out multiplayer, uh, recently only played two player multiplayer, uh, over on quest and, uh, really enjoyed the whole Mario Kart style power up system or, uh, or attack system that they have, uh, re- gave it a lot. I mean, I guess to me, it's kind of something that was missing from the core gameplay or something that was missing from keeping that. Uh, keeping Synth Riders from being my default go-to rhythm game. Because I, I do love Synth Riders. I just didn't stick with it the way I thought it was going to. Uh, and that kind of bumped me out. So I really do hope that at some point we get... Um, I do hope that we get the multiplayer over here on PSVR. Uh, and, and if nothing else, at least for PSVR 2 launch, right? Uh, Piatrek F with the 9 Plantain says, VR code found in Bug Snacks. Boom! That is a mic drop moment right there. Is it just me, or did we, when we all saw Bug Snacks initially, we were like, "This would be a great VR game." <laughs> yeah, I could. I, I've, I said most of that. This could be a VR game. I think is what I said. Uh, although, I, who was, was it? Miles or, or a, who was going the bat for for Bug Snacks, Bug Snacks VR recently? I'm, I'm thinking it was Miles. Uh, Somebody really wants this. Maybe, yeah. I remember when it first came out, uh, Dave Station was all over it. uh, And talking about, I think, pretty much saying it would be a perfect VR game and uh, really just being in love with it all over the place. And I played it for like an hour and was like, I'm good. Like, I think I I get it. Uh, But it never hooked me. I never gave it enough of a chance. In VR, though. It was mild. In VR. I'll give it another chance. Um, It was mild. Yeah, I haven't played it much. Um my son played all the way through it and absolutely loves it. But, uh, I don't know. It looked a little silly to me. I'm sure it's great. If you like that sort of thing, <laughs> which I do not. <laughs> um, right. yeah, I don't, I don't mind. I just, I just, I just don't play flat games all that much, man. Returnal was the exception. Yep. Um, bugs, bug snacks was not, but if they put it in VR, I'll, I'll certainly give it a go. Yeah, there's been very few exceptions lately uh, for for non VR games that I've been playing. Uh, I, I got into Days Gone for like a day or two, which was really nice, but that's gone, pun intended. Um, and then I recently got back into Dead Island because when they announced Dead Island Two, I was like, oh, I forgot how much I love Dead Island One, and I started replaying it, and I spent like two days just like you know just plowing through, it and I was having it was so much fun. Um, so yeah, it takes a lot for me to really stick with. A flat screen game, though. Uh, but luckily, we don't have to stick with flat screen games too much longer because tomorrow, September 1st, or technically, I guess, tonight at midnight, uh, we're going to have the launch of the very first PSVR game in almost five months. And that's from Metaphor Interactive Transformers VR Beyond Reality. Wes, you can't tell me you're not excited for this game. This is going to be the best game of the year. I'm- I'm excited that we're finally going to get this game. Like they, we've been knowing about this one for a long time, and um, yeah, man. I, I mean, I'm trying to manage my expectations with this one because it does kind of look from the footage like a 2016, 2017 VR game. Yeah. But a lot of those games, from, the, the best games, came from that era. So what are we really saying? Like, it, I don't think it's going to be incredibly deep, but I do 
I hold out hope that it could be fun. Yeah. Uh, this, this kind of reeks of drone striker to me. And I know there's some love for drone striker out there in the community where it's just like, it's kind of this auto runner thing, you know, as rail shooters do. And, uh, and you can, it kind of pushes you forward through the level. Um, I just, I just really hope drone striker wasn't terribly exciting to me. That was the problem. It mo- it always moved too slow. Uh, there are moments in this trailer that seem to be moving very quickly. Uh, I know the developers wanted to make the, your player a human character so that the sense of scale of the transformers around you, the Autobots and Decepticons fighting would be much more impactful. And so I'm kind of excited to see that and how that bet paid off for them. Uh, so I've got my fingers crossed. They said it's uh, they they referenced it being a couple hours long at one point. I just hope that there's some kind of replayability here. That was always my favorite thing about the PS uh, PlayStation Two rail shooters, like Time Crisis. Uh, whereas, like, you'd get really far in the game, you die, and then it would unlock something for you. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then it just give you more of a reason. It's like, oh, we unlocked like this special type of weapon, or infinite ammo, or automatic reload, or this, or that, or whatever. And then, and I just I just hope that this is. Uh, that this this is going to give us some kind of replay value. That's all. Yeah, I want it to be more like uh, more like Ar- Archangel than uh, Drone Striker. Now I don't. Hmm. I know you're not a a a, um, a transformer. You're playing the uh, the role of something a little more life size. Um, but I'm talking about the campaign. You know, kind of how it's obviously very linear. Hopefully, they give us a lot to look at while we're going down the line, and hopefully, the the shooting mechanic is fun and addictive. Yeah, I would, oh man, I would love something more along the line of Archangel. Uh, but man, talk about, talk about a game that like over-delivered on polish when it probably didn't need to, right? It's like, hey, we're making somewhat of a rail shooter and we're just gonna, we're gonna start it off with like a 30 minute story before you even start playing. You're like, seriously? That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's why that game cost $40 when it came out. <laughs> uh, Twitch, you know, uh, sorry, go ahead. Just a, funny anecdote um when that i may have told you this before um when that game came out when i first bought i actually bought it because i heard that they were working on a walking dead game i wanted to see what they could do and i really liked it and it was at a time early on when you know i would try a game and then my family would come right behind me and try it uh my son my youngest he was probably i don't know seven years old eight years old at the time uh he, he tried it out and he was so disturbed by the opening cinematic where, where the uh, spoiler alert that the guy's son gets killed, he put the game down and has never picked it up again since then. It really upset him that his son had died, uh, which was hilarious. That's yeah. I mean, and rightfully so that is just a crazy way to start a game. It's like a Disney movie or something. Somebody's always going to die at the beginning of a Disney movie. Um, right. Craziness. Typically it's mommy for some reason. It, yeah, that it's so weird. What is going on with Disney and, and killing mom characters off before we even really ever get to meet them? Ah, man. Anyway. All right, man. Uh, let's get to one of the t- main topics of the show, uh, and that is that a f- uh, we're do the uh, and also but the, <laughs> uh, the, the big question is Fortnite VR. This is coming from a Tech Times article. Um, Fortnite VR leaker discovers Oculus code in the latest update claims. It's for Quest 2. Let's head on over to full screen mode and we can check out this article together. Is this it? Is this the button for that? I don't know. This probably isn't the button for that. It's the button for that. Can can I borrow Roots for like just a week, man? Just one week? 
Uh, you know, that's up to him, but if he's down with it, I am. I'm easy to get along with. There we go. This is this isn't even the article. <laughs> Give me a second here. Okay. Do 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 do. Tiffany says Bambi, Nemo. Yep. Uh, Talking about Lion the, King, the Evil Disney. Yeah. There, there you go. Yep. Absolutely. All right, so here we go. This is the Tech Times article. Let's uh, let's dive into this and see what we find. Uh, this is by uh, Isaiah Richard from Tech Times on August 31st. That's today. That's crazy. A new Fortnite leak surfaces online. And it talks about VR support for the famous Battle Royale game coming from a code coming from a code from the game's latest update that brings its latest features. This is horribly written already, Isaiah. Um, the leaker claimed that the Fortnite VR saw reference to, quote, Oculus, which is the previous name of Meta's virtual reality company before its recent change. It's called Facebook, you guys. Uh, according to the latest tweet by the known Fortnite leaker HypeX, the latest update of Fortnite released on August 30th gave clues to an upcoming venture of the Battle Royale into VR gaming. Is this English translated or something? The leaker said that the codes pertaining to oculus appeared on its codes and it may be in preparation for the game's upcoming virtual reality experience this leak means i should have read this article first i apologize to everybody this leak means the gamers would get to experience fortnite through their vr glasses and still play it via the console or pc controls there are massive possibilities that this transition to vr would open up especially as a previous speculation as previous speculations on playing Fortnite in virtual re- this is the worst written article of all time. I'm never reading tech times again. God damn it. Isaiah go back to school for journalism or at least fucking writing like just 10th grade writing. I, don't know. I, 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 I bet you Isaiah is not his real name. A bit money on it. Oh yeah. Anyway, he, proceed. <laughs> who, uh, yeah. I mean, who would admit to writing this? I, I keep thinking that maybe I'm just reading it incorrectly, and then I'm just no. This is just horribly written. Hypex said it might be available on the Meta Quest Two device, with Fortnite offering a proper VR support for the title. Still, there is no information or comments from Epic Games regarding this unique digital experience that the leaker claimed. With the news likely remaining as a speculation for the game, unbelievably written. Uh, Quest 2 is one of the most prominent VR devices now, offering different mixed reality experiences for the world. <laughs> this person's just least... trying to meet the thousand-word quota for the essay, right? That, that's what this is. You, you turn in your essay tomorrow, it's going to be at least a thousand words. He adds A, the article A, in front of every single noun. <sighs> anyway, uh, I, don't, we don't, I don't think we need to keep reading this because this guy obviously has no idea what he's talking about. Um, and... Uh, what, what, what do you think of this, man? Do, do you think this actually points to some kind of VR mode happening in Fortnite? Uh, I don't know. It, it's kind of, I see both sides of it here. Like, first of all, the fact that there's going to be a Fortnite VR, to me, is, has been kind of obvious for some time, right? There's never been another game that is such an obvious, perfect fit for where VR is right now uh, than Fortnite. What really surprises me about this is given the relationship between Sony and Epic Games, I would have really expected this to be uh, a PSVR exclusive, at least for a time. Yeah. Uh, but this, I mean, I'm, I'm a little surprised 
to hear that this is um, going to be, uh, you know, if this is true, that this is going to be a Quest title and uh, instead of a PSVR title. Yeah, I mean, I think the relationship that you're talking about goes pretty far back. Um, now, I think I can bring it up here on the screen, potentially, potentially not. Sony's a big investor. They, they, they own a piece of Epic Games. Like, I would be surprised if Epic could do something like this uh, without Sony at least, you know, saying that they're okay with it. Like, Sony owns a, uh, I mean, they don't own, like, controlling shares or anything, but they own enough shares to uh, that, that you want to talk to them, right? They have a presence yep. um, and they have a say. Yeah, Sony's relationship to Epic goes pretty far back to when they were bring, first bringing Fortnite over to PlayStation 4. Uh, and, and then a certain email was leaked between Epic and Sony, and pff, there it is right here. Um, here, let me see if I can kind of blow this up so you, can guys, see, you guys can see it. They say, we love working with PlayStation, and we want this to be a win-win. Uh, PlayStation was making it difficult for them to get cross-play up and running, and so Epic responded by being like, we're not going to fucking pay you guys to have cross-play enabled. Let's, let's work something out. Uh, and so they say, uh, the, the longer this drags out, uh, it will be less so. In other words, working with Sony being a win-win. I can't think of a scenario where Epic doesn't get what we want. That possibility went out the door when Fortnite became the biggest game on PlayStation. Here's what I propose. And if you uh, jump down to oh, where's the uh, where's the VR one? <laughs> oh, here we go. Number five. Epic's willingness to explore more items. Maybe we commit to a game at the launch of your next VR platform. Question. Now, this is just one of seven suggestions that Epic had sent to PlayStation in regards to getting this all up and running. And so the fact that this has uh, that, that this update uh, is, is talking about VR at all, uh, especially, you know, just mere months before PSVR 2 is launching, um, kind of points to something. Now, everyone's going to say, but Brian, it doesn't say PlayStation VR 2. It doesn't say uh, VR. It says Oculus. Now, after talking to some developers today, that's just in there inherently. A lot of developers are using uh, Quest to uh, to test their products. They're using Oculus devices. It's just the, the word Oculus is just in the coding anytime that uh, that there's any kind of VR integration. Period. Um, so this, I wouldn't. Uh, nobody out there should be uh, looking at this and saying, "Well, this is confirmation that it's definitely coming to an Oculus device." Uh, only that there is some interest in VR and that they've begun work on some kind of VR. That's about as far as we can take this. And then, of course, with the prior email that we just read, and I do agree, Matthew Longo, kind of a dickish email, right? Like very, very bullish of them to be like, we're going to get what we want and here's how it's going to go down. Um, but still, it's it, it, I could I could absolutely see some kind of arrangement happening during that time period and now here it is. Here's the first like little bits of proof. Uh, Fortnite VR would be an amazing PSVR two launch title. Yeah, and you know what? Just, even if it is coming to uh, Quest two, that doesn't necessarily mean it wouldn't come to PSVR two as well. These type of games thrive on how large their footprint is and how many platforms that you can play on. So uh, it, it makes a lot of sense that obviously, with Quest two being the uh, the biggest and most widely used VR platform right now. And 
And I mean, there's a lot of younger users uh, that actually, the, I would say that younger, more casual users are, are make up the majority of the Quest 2 uh, user base. Um, so yeah, it, it would make sense that, that if Sony didn't buy exclusivity for this game, that it would have an Oculus version in the works as well. Uh, one other thing I'd like to point out is this would not be the first VR game from Epic Games, and that the other game, Robo Recall, was an Oculus exclusive. So there is that. That was that was in 2017. That game came out. Yeah. So anything's possible. We're absolutely not pointing to it being PSVR two exclusive. They actually they obviously have a great relationship with Facebook. They have some kind of relationship with Sony. It'll be very interesting to see how this all goes down. And uh, they they are adding a first person mode. Uh, so. I, I absolutely coming to VR is the is the point where it's going to land is the question. Um, anyway, very curious to see how that all goes down, and I and I do think that uh, as we talk about our next story, we want to keep this story in mind uh, because I think they do connect. However, before that perfect segue is allowed to happen, let's talk to Genetic Blasphemy, the Squid Positive Talk Cat, rare with the five dollar tip. Says if Sony doesn't really regard Meta as competition, then how shocking is it really? I bet there's no Xbox VR version anytime soon. It, I, I'll be I'll be curious to see. I've been saying it for a while that I don't think Sony looks at Meta as competition, uh, but I do think that things have changed since I first said that. I do think that. Um, you know, obviously, we're getting to the point where where it's not going to be Quest Two versus PSVR Two. Quest Two has been out for a long time. You know, we're, we are going to see the Quest Pro, and shortly into the PSVR Two lifespan, we're going to see the Quest Three, right? And so, so I do think that they could be a bigger competition than ever before, and they're already a great competition. You know, especially if they are selling upwards of fifteen million units of the Quest Two. That's amazing for a VR device. Uh, so. Whether Sony regards them as competition or not, I think they're about to become some serious competition if they're not already. Yeah, I would agree with that. I don't think that they look at them as a direct competitor, uh, the same way they look at like a Microsoft. Uh, but they, they're certainly their user bases are going to overlap as long as Meta continues to invest at all in gaming, which is what Sony's focused on. I'd also like to point out that that Sony is quickly moving away from being a, a console only company like what we've seen uh you know a lot of evidence for uh, an upcoming playstation pc platform just this week uh sony uh opened up a, a playstation mobile division mm -hmm. i guess they're gonna do mobile games now which by the way i hate i hate that but it is what it is um so yeah i i think that as sony shifts into the kind of their new phase uh and vr becomes a more mainstream thing we'll see we're going to see a lot more overlap with the two user bases before they start to kind of split apart uh i feel like maybe a few years from now i'd agree with that i'd agree with that man do i want to talk about the mobile game thing so much but we can yeah. save that for another time we already talked about it enough on monday i know you weren't here for it but <sighs> yeah i have a lot to say huh. And consequently, um, the way I kind of look at PSVR versus Quest, mm -hmm. PSVR obviously console gaming as we have known it for the last decade plus. I kind of look at Quest, their role is going to be more of a casual mobile game. So like 
you know, flat games versus mobile games, the way you kind of look at cell phone games versus a PlayStation game, I kind of feel at least for the next few years until the standalone technology catches up, that that's kind of going to be the dynamic between PSVR 2 and Quest 2 and then Quest 3 after it. Jay, nope. Waleed is now a game. I'm sorry, I'm just getting caught up on tips here. Waleed is now a game cat, specifically White Tiger with Canadian $2 tip. Says a game like Fortnite is best as a multi platform game. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I'd actually really like to see a PSVR 2 version at launch. I'd like to see it on Quest 2 uh, because it, like, for me, it's the big question is going to be is this game, uh, why are we still watching? We're still watching Transformers here. Don't I? Don't do I really not have uh, some kind of Fortnite video here somewhere? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I mean, if 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 the VR players can have to play together, or if the VR players are play can play with flat screen players, uh, you know, a lot of people have said if you're playing Fortnite on a flat screen, you're going to have a total advantage over people playing in VR. Um, that's going to be the big question. Uh, are there enough advantages to playing in VR to counteract the, the advantages of playing in a flat screen? Uh, we're going to find out. But uh, we'll see if that if it's going to be cross-play between, between all of that. Here we go. Here's a Fortnite trailer. I could have been playing this the entire time. Look at how pretty it is. It's amazing. I did watch... I've been watching people on our Discord play Fortnite. And I've got to say, it's fucking bonkers, man. Like, it's a game that I never would have cared anything about. Uh, but then watching other people play, I'm like, this is ridiculous it's so over the top it's it's a game that hasn't forgotten how to be fun that just is crazy and and, and remembers not to take itself too seriously and, and i think that's that's something that games have forgotten quite a bit lately um so if it, i will be very excited to play fortnite because i do a battle royales at least in vr i haven't really played many flat screen ones this is something i'm very very interested in for sure yeah the support's been great for it like uh, this is a game that has been in uh, active development since it launched all those years ago, and, and they're still updating it. They're still making meaningful changes to it. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know what I would prefer, a, a first-person VR-only Fortnite or a third-person kind of uh, cross, cross-platform cross Fortnite, which I do feel like would put VR players at a pretty big disadvantage, you know, with the flat players having a decade of practice uh, before we even, you know, picked up our first gun. So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It depends on how they do it. How would you feel if they, uh, in- instead of separating the VR players from the flat screen players, if they said, you know, like there's kind of like a, a beginner's area or like they kind of separated people by by ranks? I don't know how they do it right now. Like if so if I'm like only like level one or level two, like, you know, keep all of us together and, and throw 50 of us onto the map, however many players it is. I keep forgetting. Um and, and so don't separate the how you're playing the game. Separate how long you've been playing the game and your level of character. Would that work better for you? Oh, yeah, obviously. And I feel like this is something that a lot of VR multiplayer games completely miss the boat on. That ranked matchmaking is very important for all multiplayer games. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if this is something that's already implemented into Fortnite or not. But uh, if I had to bet, I bet that it's there already. Yeah, I would probably bet that, too. Um... Let's get caught up on tips. We got Jamie out with the $5 tip. It says, Quest 2 is the most common PC VR dev kit. All game development starts on PC first, so my Quest 2 is likely is likely how they test it. Not my Quest 2, a Quest 2. My bet, PSVR 2 and PC VR game. I, yeah, again, I'd like to see it on all three platforms. PSVR 2, PC VR, and Quest. Um, let us all play together. <sighs> oh, one more tip. 
Daniel Brown, $20 tip, says, quick question. I guarantee you it won't be a quick answer. Uh, what do you think the chances are that Apex Legends will become a VR game? Uh, how Do you have any idea how Apex Legends is doing, Wes? Is it still super popular? Anybody, Somebody in the chat tell us because I don't. We don't follow flat screen enough to even know this answer. Um, I would say I, I think people people still play. I still see promotions for it all the time, all over Amazon Gaming and just everywhere. So I'm sure people are still playing it. But as far as like the developer and what kind of like history they have with VR, if any, yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah, my my guess would be uh, Matthew Longo saying Apex is still huge, so that's good. Um, yeah, I mean the, these are the games. If 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 I was Sony and I was courting third party studios and and saying, hey, we really 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 have this hybrid model that we want to adopt, where first for you know all of these uh, popular games, the most popular games of all time or of the, of this generation, we want to get into PSVR two. We want that to be an optional way to play the, our games. These are the games you'd go to first. You'd go to Fortnite. You'd go to Apex. You'd go to uh, Activision for Call of Duty. You'd go to uh, Rockstar for Grand Theft Auto Five and Grand Theft Online. Um, and that's why I think we're going to see those games uh, because that would be the greatest first step to make sure that PSVR 2 has a better first step than PSVR 1 did. We'll see how that goes, though. Grand, Grand, Grand Theft Auto Online. That's all they need to do. Game over. It's true. It's true. And I've never played it, but I've... You know, watch people play. I've heard stories of people telling their Grand Theft Online, like, oh, oh man, last night I played Grand Theft Online. This is what happened to my friends. And I'm just like, this is this is epic, man. Like, the, the stories just write themselves. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. So speaking of hybrid games, let's move on to our biggest news story of the day. Uh, and that actually comes to us, uh, this comes to us from uh, NordicIGN.com. Uh, I'm assuming this is uh, THQ has bought IGN. Is that, is that what happened there? That's not what happened. I'm just, uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, That's a wow. horrible, horrible joke. Um, and we'll see if this is even readable uh, on the screen here. Uh, but the, the thank you, by the way, to uh, Jamie, who posted this in our Discord earlier today. Uh, the headline reads, PlayStation VR 2 uh, should make it easier. Where's the interact button? For developers to port their games. So when can we have Half-Life Alex on here? Oh God, this is, this looks horrible on my screen. Is there any, do you have the article up by any chance, Wes? Uh, I don't, but I can bring it up rather quickly. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I've got, I've got it over here. I just had to switch over to my window. So you guys aren't going to be able to see it very well because for whatever reason it has, it's in dark mode. It's got a black background. No idea why. I, maybe I'll try to fix that. Uh, this is from Joe Scrubbles, an obviously made up name over at IGN Nordic it says in a new talk about the headset, Sony's revealed that PlayStation VR two has been designed to make it easier for developers to create VR versions of PlayStation five games, as well as port games to PSVR two from other VR platforms. I don't know about us, but just in this opening line alone, uh, this is screaming, screaming hybrid games to me. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the, the whole underlying, uh, thing here. I mean, I guess not. And we'll, we'll get to some of the other things that they mentioned. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's basically, uh, alluding to, um, the fact that Sony could make it, uh, rather easy, for developers to kind of uh, make these uh, sorts of games, these hybrid 
games. Hybrid games. Sony, and, and let's clarify, Sony has not yet used the term hybrid publicly. Uh, this is about as close as they've come so far. Uh, but we're getting there. We're getting there. Last August, they first used that in a developer summit. Uh, and that's something I leaked back in August. You know, let me just pat myself on the back while I try to find my web browser again. Speaking during a CEDEC 2022 event, Sony Interactive Entertainment's Yasuo Takahashi and Kenjo Akiyama talked about their hardware features from its base specs to its new controllers to its new user experience, including a see-through mode. Much of this covered already announced information, but the talk also included new details about developing for the headset ahead of its early 2023 release. The broad strokes that uh, broad strokes are that it should be easier for developers to port their games on PSVR, whether that's from existing PS5 development or other VR systems. PSVR 2 game development uses the same SDK used to develop PlayStation 5 games, though this closed linkage to the PS5 SDK through this closed linkage to the PS5 SDK, it should be easy to create titles that support the PSVR 2. Uh, the PSVR 2 production environment also supports games created with unity and unreal engine with a standardized controller interface and button placement similar to other vr platforms it should be far simpler than before uh, for developed games to support the psvr2 this confuses me okay talk to me i'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt you not at all everything they say everything that they say here makes perfect logical sense uh but what, what i'd be curious to know is was this not the case with the original PSVR, I mean, did it use a different SDK? What was Unreal and Unity not supported in the software from, from Gen 1? Because this is all stuff that I would have expected to have been the case all along, you know. So that, that's a little bit weird to me. Yeah, it is It is really interesting, though. When Whenever I talk to developers now versus when I talk to developers prior, uh, there's obviously something about PSVR 2 that is making them all much happier right that they're able to they seem to be able to make the game they want to make without sacrificing it they're able to put their pc vr the pc vr version maxed out to the highest specs and bring it over to playstation 5 and psvr 2 and be like and we've got room to spare like we could let's let's add some let's add some more detail to these textures because we can absolutely make this thing run even better and so whatever's happening with psvr 2 and playstation 5 uh is is 100 percent affecting how games are being developed and the end results with psvr1 and playstation 4 uh the ps4 just i, I think the og ps4 really really struggled uh and uh, it just was not designed with vr in mind uh and that is the reason for so many of the delays that we've had so many of the reasons that so many games didn't pass uh, qa or you know the quality assurance uh the sort sorry the certification process where where certain frame rates weren't being hit and so that's why we didn't see a whole lot of a lot of games on PSVR one that we totally expected to see because p- developers simply couldn't get them up and running on a game games that ran fine on PlayStation four could not run fine on PSVR one on PlayStation four, right? This is a whole new system where if you've got a PlayStation five game, regardless of how detailed it is, regardless of anything, as long as if, if it's running at 60 FPS on the PlayStation five, you should absolutely be able to get it running at 60 FPS on the PSVR two headset, which is kind of bonkers. 
I, do, I, don't, I don't think most people expected that we were going to make this huge jump in fidelity when it came to PSVR 1 versus PSVR 2. I think most people thought, hey, you know, PSVR 1 looked like really good PS2 games or some kind of like really rough looking PS3 games. And then everyone's like, oh, these are probably just going to look like PS4 games. And now we're seeing it and going, huh, as it turns out, PSVR 2 games are probably going to look a whole fucking lot like PlayStation 5 games when it comes down to it, which is bonkers. Yeah, Absolutely bonkers. Um, yeah. Yeah. Village looks better. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Not that I ever saw the... I did play the Maiden demo, so I guess I did see uh, some of Village on a flat screen. That's as far as I've gone. Uh, we got Va- Darth Vader in the chat with the $10 tip. says, Dead Island... <laughs> Dead Island 2 needs to be a hybrid game. It's just too perfect not to be. The new engine is just begging to be in VR. It's first person, it's zombie slang, boom! And now you have an amazing VR title. I gotta agree with him, man. Uh, I absolutely, I share Darth Vader's enthusiasm when it comes to Dead Island 2. Uh, I'm so excited for this game. It's, it, I, I will tell you, Wes, and I'm not sure if I've said this before on Gamescast, but I bought the Hell A edition. It's the it's the $100 uh, collector's edition. Okay. It's one of the very few PlayStation, flat PlayStation 5 games I'm probably going to buy this entire generation. And I was like, well, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Uh, but he's right, though. But he's absolutely right. You know, like so there's so many developers that are like, well, I don't know how this is going to work in VR. I don't know how this is going to work in VR. You know, like uh, if you're playing as Kratos and you're doing all these crazy moves, how is that going to work in VR? And, you know, if you're playing Spider-Man, it's like, you're sure the web slinging is going to work, but maybe the attacks won't because it's so much like leaping forward, then flipping backwards and doing going over here and blah, blah, blah. And that and so, so I, I kind of get the the trepidation that some developers have towards hybrid games. But when it comes to something like dead Island, where you're just a dude running around swinging, uh, swinging an ax or a baseball bat or shooting a gun occasionally, like that's, that's perfect for VR. How could that, how could that not be a thing? So I completely agree with Vader. Absolutely. Uh, Every time I see one of these uh, big budget first person flat games, I think the same thing. Like, why is this a flat game? This looks like a VR game. Like, they'll, they'll even I, I saw a, a trailer the other day for op, what is apparently a flat game, where the in the trailer the the character actually does a hand check as if it were VR. Uh, although you know that was the only kind of indicator that uh, that it had anything to do with VR. I mean, it, um, like Ghost Runner Tokyo, another great example of mm. this. Like that looks like it should be a VR game. Oh yeah. Although it's not. Motions. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it looks perfect. It's very confusing how that's Yeah, and, and but and who knows? We we keep saying, Oh, these games aren't VR, this game's not VR, that game's not VR. We really haven't Sony's big showcase hasn't happened yet. I would even venture to yeah. say that PSVR 2's big reveal hasn't even happened yet. We've yet to see this thing in person other than on BitPlanet's office chair. Um and, and my friend Will, yeah. my friend Will's going to be in Tokyo in a couple of weeks. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, yeah. that's I got to make friends with Will ASAP. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. And other than State of Play, other than State of Play at the beginning of June, we really haven't seen like Sony show off any PSVR two titles. So I really do think the showcase is going to be the first time they just go fucking hard on it and uh, hard on. <laughs> so we'll see man we'll see of all these games that we've been like how come this isn't in vr how come this isn't in vr what about this game what about that game who knows man maybe this is all going to pay off uh and maybe 
Maybe they're going to surprise us all. We're going to be begging for mercy in a year, Brian. Like, please just do some flat games that are just flat games. Too much. Too much. I just want to play Resident Evil. Everybody in the chat's trying to get me to Tokyo. Uh, I can't do I don't have a passport yet. Like, passports take three months to get right now. And, like, there's just no chance. Yep. Uh, nice and crispy with the uh, two quid in the chat says PSVR 2 uses the open XR standard, which others use. Does it? Is that, is that in the article? Because I looked for it and I didn't see it. Um, that's news to me. It, it, that's a big thing. If PSVR 2 is using open XR, then ports are going to be seamless because the controller already has the same button set up as 90% of VR controllers out there. Mm-hmm. If they've uh, implemented open XR as well, I mean, basically, OpenXR allows developers to develop their games for cross-platform from the very get-go. And then in the like later stages of development, they kind of do the last little bit to customize it for each platform. But uh, I didn't know that that was the case. It's the first uh, that I, uh, I've heard about it. Yeah. Pretty cool. True. I don't know if you've read the rest of this article here. Um, they do talk about a bunch of other stuff that really doesn't relate to this at all. Um, they, they talk about some tools for developers that seem a little goofy. Uh, I mean, they're great, right? Because uh, here, let me, let me read this. Another tool, the PlayStation VR 2 Comfort Sample lets developers learn about the various problems in implementation that can occur when developing VR games. For example, it allows developers to experience for themselves issues that can occur with an in-game horizon not matching the real worlds or comfort issues created by an incorrect FOV. It even contains my favorite part of the whole fucking article quizzes that allow developers to learn about these bugs in a fun way (laughs) from a quiz where you need to identify issues occurring on a screen to a quiz where you need to identify what bugs are causing a problem. The tool is seemingly full of ways to teach developers about the unique issues that can occur in VR in an easily understood way. Unbelievable. uh, There's quizzes. They're going to have quizzes, but the answer to every question is uh, the same thing. It's worse in VR. Like, obviously, scaling is important in all video games. Having the correct field of view set is, is important in all video games. But it's more important in VR because if, if there's any kind of weirdness at all, then that equates to discomfort and or sickness for the end user. So basically, I kind of feel like their quizzes are, are going to have the same answer for every question. Yeah. It, it just, seemed, yeah, it just right. seems so anti-Sony. Like, it's so... This isn't... this. It's been a while since Sony has been like super duper developer friendly. Like, yes, they took a huge step forward with PlayStation 4, right? Like making it, it's not a PC in a box. Like people said, it's, it's much harder to develop for than just simple than a PC. But it's it was a way big step forward, right? Especially after the PlayStation 3 disaster, um, where everybody basically had to learn to program for the cell processor, which was a disaster. Um, so they've been they've 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 made small steps forwards, but. It just seems it just seems like something Sony wouldn't do. Uh, it seems like something Sony would have done during the PlayStation One era, not the PlayStation Five era. Uh, so, I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm sure uh, as developers start talking more and more about their experience with PlayStation VR two and developing for it, I think we're going to hear more and more about these stories and, uh, and 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 just how helpful that Sony's being or not. We're we're going to find out a lot more. I'm sure soon enough. All right, man. With all this out of the way, are you ready to play some 20 questions? 
I am very nearly ready. Although the the title that I picked, I'm I'm still learning about now as I look at the uh, PlayStation Store page for it. There are things about this game that I did not realize. Um, God, I hope I reviewed this yeah, game at th- least. I'm pretty sure you have. I don't know if you've done a standalone review for it. I know you're familiar with the game. I, I recall you talking about it on multiple occasions. So yeah, this is something you've definitely played more than once. All right, you guys. Uh, if you need, if you if you've never watched us play this before, uh, here's how it works. I'm gonna I'm about to be tested and about to be made a fool out of. Uh, Wes has picked a PlayStation VR game, and I have 20 yes or no questions to guess what game it is and you guys in the chat need to help me as much as possible because uh as soon as this game starts i forget about every single psvr game that's ever been made even though i reviewed most of them uh ask me some good ask some good questions in the chat to help me get there and as wes answers those questions give me good suggestions as to what the game might be i'm gonna put six minutes up on the clock on my mark get set go uh does this game have move support Yes. Okay. I'm going to make a yes column. Moves. Um, is the thing you're doing in this game mostly shooting? Yes. Okay. It's a game that supports the moves and is mostly shooting. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, Ian Stanbridge says, do you control vehicles? or pet dragons in this game? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I don't think so. No. You don't you don't control vehicles? Okay. No. Okay. No vehicles. No vehicles slash dragons. Alright. Let's see. Alright, I'm gonna go with Braxbro. I was gonna try to avoid this, but does it also support the aim controller? No. Okay, no, no. aim support. Let's go with Dan's question. Does this have multiplayer of any kind? Yeah. The cringe after you said yeah doesn't inspire me with confidence. It uh, does. It supports multiplayer. Okay. Multiplayer. Let's let's tackle this multiplayer question real quick, you guys. Um, does the multiplayer, is there co-op in this game? I'd hate to be AJ on you here. Technically, yes, I think so. But, um, yeah, I I wouldn't dwell on that too much. I think that, yeah, I would consider this to have some co-op element to it. Okay. But, but again, I I wouldn't think about that too much. I'm going to go with Austin Tatum. He's saying shooty fruity, but let's, let's help narrow this down. Would you consider it, because uh, obviously Shooty Fruity is single player, would, is it, would you describe it as a wave shooter? Yeah, I would. I would consider it a wave shooter. Okay. We're really getting it there. Um, Super Galaxy Godstar. He says, was this game ever on Brian's top 25? Let's just say is this a game that would ever really be in consideration for a top 25 list? I wouldn't think so. Uh, I would, I would say that probably never mind. No, we'll just say no on that one. No, I'd be very surprised. Okay. 
Hmm. Okay, let's go with this. Has this developer made other PSVR games besides this one? Uh, I'm already um, looking <laughs> for this. Uh, yes, apparently they do. I didn't know that. But uh, yeah, multiple other PSVR games. Okay, so here, here's what we just eliminated, you guys. Uh, we just eliminated Crisis Brigade 1 and 2 because Wes would not have had to look that up because the, he knows that there's a Crisis Brigade 1 and 2. Um, American Dream is definitely single player. Um, End Dreams hasn't... American Dream's a piece of garbage too, by the way. I hate that game. I do too. Uh, but dude, every time I say I hate it, somebody always comes out and says, oh, I think it's really good. I think it's just, I just don't think it's funny. And the funny thing oh, is, is like... It's not fun. Yeah, it's not fun. That's the problem. Um, ooh. Interesting, Bragglesoft. Bragglesoft says Bravo team. Yeah, West West knows that. No Super no aim Mass. support. No no aim support. There's no aim support. Oh, you saved me from asking a question. And it's not Warzone because West knows that Sin Studios made other PSVR games. Um, he wouldn't have had to look it up. Shout out Sin Studios, by the way. Upcoming uh, update on other platforms. Um, Is this a graphics looks, upgrade? Yeah, graphics upgrade and uh, looks to be substantial. Nice. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. Uh, in this game, are you shooting guns? Like, are you shooting bullets out of a gun? Now, that's a good question. I think so. So I was just I was just, gonna, just trying to eliminate Smashbox Arena, which is obviously dodgeball guns. Yeah, it's not Smashbox Arena. Um, I, I'm going to give you a pass on that one because I don't know. I would, I, I, in my mind, it's bullets, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. Okay. So I think that's that, that's eight, right? Eight questions. I don't know. If you're on your own on that. Yeah, um, I, we'll call it eight. Okay. Uh, does this game take place outside? Yes, this is outside. Okay. Um, is it on rails? No, no, it's not a rail shooter. It's a wave shooter. Okay, so definitely a wave shooter, guys. Okay, we got to focus on wave. Is there any horror element to this game? Is it scary at all? It's not scary, but yeah, I would say there's a horror element to it for sure. Okay, here we know. It doesn't use the aim. It it's got a horror element. It takes place mostly outside. Uh, it's this developer has made other PSVR games. Uh, it's wave shooter. There's co-op. See, VR Invaders has zero. Oh my god, the it just blew up. Ah, uh, fuck me. Um, Dude, I, how am I totally in the dark here? I am totally in the dark, man. I, I don't know. I, 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 I have zero clue as to what this could be. Crap. Dan Kiefer. Is it doing, is it killing floor incursion? Are you, is that your guess? You're only on like 11. Dude, time ran out like 20 seconds ago. Oh, screw the clock. I, I don't recognize the clock. You can keep going hey, if you want. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> you can recognize clocks on your own show or not recognize <laughs> clocks. Is it Killing Floor Incursion? 
is not killing floor incursion. What is it, Wes? What should I have been able to figure out? Awesome Tatum would have told you uh, about three minutes ago that it is indeed Pixel Gear. Pixel Gear, Brian. Pixel Gear. Oh, my God. Pixel Gear. Yes, it supports the moves. Yes, it's all shooting. It has multiplayer and one of the cooler multiplayer modes I've seen in a game for sure. Uh, Oh, man. Hold on a second. Let me just get this trailer the right size. No aim support. Not a top 25 games. No vehicles. Holy crap, dude. It does have... Uh, yeah, the co-op question is... I'm all over the place with that. Wow, dude. Wow. You should have asked gear. about the release date. The release date would have given it away. And I, and honestly, when uh, when you uh, started asking me about the, uh, the multiplayer, mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought you had me. But uh, I guess not. Man. Uh... Yeah, Killing Four is not a way shooter. You're absolutely right. Uh, and Daykeeper, it is fair because I have played and even reviewed Pixel Gear. Uh, it, it is kind of fun. Did, did you see? You just fucking saw a dragon fly by in the trailer. A dragon just flew by in the trailer. Uh, just heads up, West. That, what, well, hey, that question wasn't going to save me anyway. Uh, I wouldn't call that a pet dragon, though. I mean. Oh, can you pet dragons? <laughs> yeah, no. Damn it. Yeah. I, was hoping, I was hoping I'd get you on a technicality. Uh, it was a good choice, man. This, but this just shows, man. We've been covering PSVR games for so long. I feel like I've forgotten about more games than I remember. Absolutely crazy. Love it. PSVR did Underground. You know this game. Sorry, God. Did you know Pixel Gear has offline multiplayer mode now? Offline multiplayer mode. I, I know that offline multiplayer mode. The I didn't know that. Is it? See, I was, I was. I know there's local multiplayer. I don't. I don't know about the online multiplayer component if there is one, right? Because somebody's using the oh, social. So maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just calling it. Okay, they're calling it offline because you're not going online. I get it now. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, AJ was in the chat. PSVR Underground with the five dollar tip says medical expenses for Saturday's top fifty, baby. Woo! <laughs> uh, yeah, that's going to be a bloodbath. We're going to need a lot of. Medical bills paid after that. Uh, Donatello, the scientist, game captain, two dollar tip says, "Hello, Ken." What, what's what is with me not referencing, not getting references today? What's "Hello, Ken"? What's I don't know. I'm hi, Ken. Oh. Whoever you are, man, I'm so fucking lost, so lost. But hi, Ken. How's it going? All right, man. <laughs> I think that probably takes care of another episode of PSVR Gamescast Live. Uh, Let's see. Make sure you tune back in here on Friday. Uh, Miles and I are going to have a special guest host. Uh, if it, while I was away, uh, while I was getting mold removed from my apartment, uh, we attempted an episode of PSVR Gamescast Live that we're going to reattempt. Uh, we had some technical problems when I was living in my parents' basement, and we're going to uh, we'll get those all sorted out now. And so we're going to try to do the show we wanted to do during that week with uh, Tiffany Tolman from Skydance. Uh, yes. She will be guest hosting with Miles and I on Friday, and we'll finally have that big gun discussion that we wanted to have prior. Um, in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to Virtual Strangers. Click the link in the description below. Is there anything anything awesome happening in the world of Virtual Strangers uh, this week, Wes? Well, we're stepping out of our wheelhouse this week and doing some multiplayer stuff. We're, we're going to check out the... Uh, the Alvo update, specifically the the new zombie mode in the um, what's it called the sanitarium. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to be checking that one out, talking about it, and uh, we're going to preview upcoming uh, multiplayer game from came through. 
All right, Wes, so what's try again. What's happening in the world of virtual strangers tonight? You're doing some Albo, or this week you're doing an Albo Sanatorium, and then we crashed. Yeah, well, we're going to uh, preview upcoming uh, Resolution Games multiplayer game, free to play multiplayer game, Ultimax, which comes out in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's 1v1, 2v2, mech style. Uh, I always forget the name that this type of game is modeled after. What's it called? Rocket League. Rocket League style game uh, coming from Resolution Games. Um, we're going to be talking about that and Alvo. And then we may even have time to uh, talk about a third title tonight, although that's still a little bit in the air. All right. Excellent. Well, make sure you subscribe to Wes over at Virtual Strangers where he and his friends talk about all sorts of VR stuff, not just PSVR, because there's not a lot to talk about PSVR, but there will be soon enough. we got Janet Blasphemy, the Squid Positive Talk Cat in the chat with the $2 tip. says, hello, Ken. Tip train. Uh-oh. Tornado? Yeah. No, that wasn't Tornado that pulled the plug this time. That was just OBS being its good old self. Uh, but luckily, everything's back up and running, so we can say goodnight to everybody. Uh, guys, uh, thank you to everybody who hung out on uh, during the stream tonight. Thank you to everybody who supports us over on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games. Uh, thank you to everybody who attempted to help me out. Sorry, Tatum. I should have listened to you uh, more closely three minutes into the game. Uh, maybe I could have gotten the 20 questions game tonight. Uh, and thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there, and we love you just as much. All right, Wes. Let's get out of here, man. Bye. Okay, so I, I thought about it, and because uh, that's all. Instead of paying attention to Gamescast tonight, all I was doing was thinking about uh, death and obituaries, and um, and, when, and when I die, I don't want people to put flowers uh, at my grave because that's so lame, right? I mean, every everyone brings flowers. That's gen- the whole thing, dude. The the whole process that we do uh, <laughs> is just so weird to me. I don't understand any of it. Like funerals, funerals like the worst idea ever. Mm. Why do people even subject themselves to that? Like, I don't want any of it. I want a party. Like three months after I'm in the ground, then get together and remember me, play some awesome music, have some pizza, have some drinks. That's what I want. I don't want people crying over my dead, lifeless corpse. That just sounds uh, terrible. I hate, I hate funerals. You all better fucking come to my funeral and there better be a lot of fucking tears. That's all I'm saying, okay? That's all I'm saying. It's like, y'all better be real fucking sad. That's it. Thank you, Hector Robles. Bring a pizza slice, right? Stop by my grave. Don't be planting no flowers. Don't care about any flowers. Dude, somebody tried to give me flowers on a date one time and I was like, this is just not going to work out. So take that advice. Bring pizza to my grave. And trust me, every night I'll crawl out, I'll grab the slice. And crawl back in. I'm going to leave a uh, coupon book on your headstone so that people can at least get some compensation for all those pizza bets that you lost. <laughs> no one's getting paid back for any of the pizza bets. Oh, God, I suck at this. All right, man, let's get out of here. Good night, everybody. We love you. Bye bye.